Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Packmaster. Ralph Tudivasham, MD. And Andy Brant Bernard. And of course, Kristen Bird joining us right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry, these won't last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Yeah, baby. Yes. We don't have We don't have to. We don't need music. We're fine with music. Ladies and gentlemen, it's quite a catch for uh, for the family podcast. The woman who killed Jeffrey Epstein with us. So, Kristen, how are you? <laughs> she I ran down to a Manhattan prison and yes. made sure they put on, you know, I got in there. And you and put on it. found the, the alleged pedophiles. And yes, you put alleged. on a Hillary disguise. Oh. Or was it, a, was it a Bill Clinton? Some, you put a, you disguised as somebody and snuck in there and did the deed. 
I don't know. I'm already blonde. Do I really? I just need a pantsuit. Yeah. I mean, it's like. And put on and about you know 70. the thing is, I'm going to say, uh, you know, I age a few years. But here's the other thing, too. This is not a political issue in that there are Republicans involved, there are Democrats involved. There oh, are yeah. probably a lot of people who wanted him killed. Oh, yeah. It is a non partisan scandal. <clears throat> How about that dope with the big hair on MSNBC? What's his Joe Coffee or what's his name? Joe. Joe Coffee. What the hell's his name, Joe? What? He's on MSNBC, married Mira Sorvino or what the hell. Whatever that blonde, uh, no. Is it Brezhnev's daughter? Who the hell's daughter did he marry? What the hell's that guy's name? <laughs> Brezhnev. Who are you talking about? MSNBC's got glasses. His hair stands about six inches up on his head. Adam ruins everything? Yeah. Don well, King? Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yes, yeah, Don not, King here? Not Don King. Yeah. Joe... I'll look it up. MS, what the hell's that? Morning Joe. The show's called Morning Joe. But you don't know who that is? Oh, um, Micah and... Yeah. Yeah. Is it Mika yeah, and Mika and Mika, Joe? Mika, Micah. And Joe, but Joe. I can't remember his last name. Um, it's Morning Joe. Um, <laughs> it's Morning know, Joe. This isn't the name of the show, but I, I just know that they were like having an affair behind the scenes for a really long time. Oh. Oh. Is she blind? <laughs> I don't know. Why are you not answering? <laughs> that? Love is blind. Isn't love blind well, in general? Yeah. Hey, I married Catherine. That'll prove it to you. That <laughs> she's oh, she's great. You have a great wife, and you know it. I know. Yeah. Well, Lindsay's blind. She was blind to marry me. Exactly. I, love is blind. Work on the vision, Catherine. That's all I'm saying. Joe, I can't remember his name, but he came on and was totally serious. God, he is so bad now. Matter of fact, I want to run down a list of the people on TV news that I can't stand anymore. I don't hate them, but I can't stand all watching them? them. No, that's not all of them. There are a few of them that I do like, and there's actually a nice balance. Who and do I, you? Who do you like? That's, who, I think okay, that's who do I like? Because I feel like that is a small group compared to the it is. It's, it's it's minuscule compared to the ones I don't like. I do I do like Anderson Cooper a lot. We've had him on several times. He's a very nice man. Uh, and I think he does a pretty good – he doesn't get way over the top and panic and do all that stuff. You know what I mean? I like mm-hmm. Anderson Cooper yep. a lot. Let's see. Who else is I on – Who else is on CNN that I would like? Name somebody else. Who else we got? Anyone? Um. Well, I don't get to <laughs> see – I only get to see – Wolf Blitzer. Wolf. <laughs> I feel sorry for Wolf. Honestly, God, Wolf. Hillary Clinton's the next president of the United States. Nah, Wolf, you were a little quick on that one, Buster. And when he said, you got to admit, Kristen, when he went down to New Orleans and he said, they're so poor and they're so black, what the hell did that mean? (laughs) What do you mean by that? Well, Biden just basically did the same thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yes, he did. But it feels like, you know, it, I feel like we're so aware of, like, older white men and their blunders lately. Well, like, good. Like, just kind of waiting for Biden to say something. Like, you're waiting for Wolf Blitzer, Donald Trump. Like, Donald you're like, Trump. what's everyone's next big gap? Hey, listen, that was a big problem in Toledo. I just want you to know that President Trump, he had, you know, up there in Toledo. No, it was Dayton, Ohio. It wasn't Toledo. And then... Biden jumps in with, you know, the great thing about it is, is we got to do something about Houston and Michigan. What? <laughs> now, Kristen, you've been around politics your whole life pretty much, haven't you? Yep. Okay. They have to have handlers behind the scenes that say, Joe, Donald, look at me. 
okay, look at me and look at this piece of paper. You see on here where it says Dayton, Ohio and El Paso, Texas? I want you to, that's what you're talking about. El Paso, Texas, Dayton, Ohio, now hit the microphone. Where are their handlers? What is the problem here? Well, I have no. I don't think they have a mental image, image of the geography of the United States. I guess not. They, they don't know where what is. I, they're just I beyond that. Never learned it. They were just. They we're just. Everything else is flyover country, and that's that's mm-hmm. the attitude. Yeah, pretty much. What do you think, Kristen? Well, I always think when you know you do have Trump going Toledo and Dayton. I just don't understand why his are his handlers just they don't care how bad he looks. Well, what how about Joe Biden? Though? What city the least? Well, either of them. I mean, I it doesn't matter who. I, I'm just taking Trump off the top of my head just right. because he'd make a lot of gaffes during his speeches. But I think he just likes to go off the teleprompter and call it a day. Hey, listen. Um, Biden, I think, is is kind of, sometimes I think he's just kind of clueless. I'm like, have you tapped into what has happened since the 2016 election? I feel a lot has shifted, and he's still running a campaign from 2008. Listen, you can say whatever you want about President <laughs> Trump, but it is true that the Colonial Army shut down the airports during <laughs> 1770, 1770. He actually said there was an airport shut down during the American Revolution. <laughs> what are you thinking? I mean, You're like, what? 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 <laughs> it makes everyone like scramble to Wikipedia going, did I miss something in history class? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. We're shutting down the airport. That's all I know. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. When, and the great part of that is a couple hundred years from then or 150 years from then when they actually had airplanes, if the airport was shut down, where did they land? <laughs> going to be a big, big, big problem. Uh, so I like Anderson Cooper. There's got to be some other people I like on that channel. I'm sure there are. But, I, see, I don't get to watch that much news. I can watch it a little bit. I can watch it for about 20 minutes after the morning show before this show. And when I get home, i got a ton of stuff to do, and I usually four nights a week have a, have a uh, dinner uh, to go to. So I don't get to watch that much. But I, I do like, um, I like Dan Bongino. I like Tucker Carlson. Now, Pete Hague says a Minnesota boy, and I really think you like Tucker Carlson. Oh God, yes, I think he's hilarious. I mean, why do people take him seriously? I, I, I think he's a great guy. Actually, you ever talk to him? I haven't. The only like any sort of way he's crossed my path is when he did Dancing with the Stars and basically sat in a chair because he couldn't dance. Well, I could see that's like me being on Dancing with the Stars. It makes no damn sense at all. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I think it's just. I, I can tell you the two that I, well, I can tell you who I don't like. That's probably better to go with who I don't like, okay? Um, I really don't like Jake Tapper at all. He drives me nuts. I mean, he started his Sunday show a couple of days ago with basically saying, everything's horrible. It's like, what? <laughs> Come on, Jake, settle down, will you? Settle down. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't care for him at all. I think he's very sensationalist. I think he lies a lot. Um, then you got Chris Cuomo, who just got in a big battle. Uh, look, I would take his side in this. I do not like Chris Cuomo at all because I think he's a cocky little prick. But um, what that guy did to him in Long Island was way out of line. Do you know that story? Especially when you're with family. Yeah, exactly. He's with his wife and his 9-year-old daughter. What are you doing? 
And no one on either side should be confronting people like that. No. I don't care. You know, you don't have to agree with people, but you also don't have to harass them in public. Um, right. I read it yesterday I, just so you guys can laugh at me. Um, I didn't read it. I read it as Frodo from <laughs> that they called him basically a hobbit. Well, Frodo, Fredo, what the hell's the difference? Frodo, Fredo. They kind of look the same. They really look the same. They do look the same. It's true. But I would have been like, that's not the worst thing. And then I no. realized I misread it. <laughs> let me let me give you the impression of of Fredo. You ready? I'm smart. I'm smart. Remember that when he started claiming how smart he was in The Godfather? Yes. Chris Cuomo was involved in an expletive-filled confrontation on Long Island over the weekend after a man referred to the CNN anchor as a much-mocked character from The Godfather. Mediaite reports Cuomo was at a Shelter Island bar Sunday when an unidentified man reportedly called the 49-year-old newscaster Fredo, an apparent reference to the weak Corleone son. Someone recorded the encounter, and on Monday night that video was circulated by the what the Washington Post calls a right-wing YouTube channel. See, now that's... Right no. there. Why do they have to specify that it was right. the right wing spreading this story? And what does the Washington Post have to do with it? It's none of your damn business, WAPO, or whatever the hell you want to call yourself. <laughs> That's what they call them. They call them themselves WAPO, which if I were Italian, yeah. I wouldn't care for that. No, I wouldn't care for it either. Oh, hey, WAPO, terrible. how's it going? Not too bad. They go out there. Hey, Greaseball. It's terrible, all those names. God. What the hell's a guy in the Godfather again? Guinea Wap Goomba. Remember what you call him that? And he goes, I'm actually German Irish. And he goes, okay, then my Kraut Mick friend. <laughs> it was one of the great scenes in all of Godfather. But yeah, I see, I would agree with you. It said, uh, punk ass bitches from the right call me Fredo. And agitated Cuomo can be heard telling the man they use it in an Italian asper, uh, aspersion. Any of you Italian, it's an insult to your effing people. It's like the N-word for us. That was a huge mistake that yeah. he made. You cannot say calling someone Fredo is the same as calling someone the N-word. No, you can't. I mean, come on, Chris. He knows better than that, doesn't he, Kristen? You know what? In this day and age, I buy anything because <laughs> yeah. this is where we're at. This is where we've gotten to. I mean, yeah. um, and and I don't, I, there's no going back. There isn't. You know, no, you're forward, right. and it gets worse and worse. And you know, I read the rest of the thing, but it's a lot of f bombs and all the rest of it. And Chris yeah. Cuomo, look, I don't like Chris Cuomo at all. I think he's a sensationalist pain in the ass. And another thing you have to remember, Kristen, I don't. A lot of TV people I have no respect for because they don't have any talent. They're just pretty people who know how to read a teleprompter. You know, not all of them. Some of them are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but most of them are just talking heads, as they've been called. Yeah. They're not writers. They're not writing the stories. No, they're they're, they're reading the stories. by some by staff who have, have, read, have written it, and they're just reading right. it off the thing. But I, but I tell you flat out, um, it, it, there's no way. This man sitting there, Chris Cuomo, is sitting there with his wife and his 9-year-old kid. He's out with his 9-year-old daughter and his wife, and this guy's being a jackass in front of his family. That's way out of line, and I really wish people wouldn't do that to anybody. You know, I, I mean, I'd do it to you, Kristen, but that's about it. Of course you would. But, yeah, you know, uh, the, the crowds confronting people in restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then chasing them out, essentially. Some of that is just, uh, I mean, does anyone have any human decency? No, I and, like, know. there are plenty of people in the political arena I don't like, but I'm not going to go and harass them while they're having dinner. Well, no, exactly. Well, I think it's, it's a huge inconsistency, uh, or I wouldn't say hypocrisy, but a huge inconsistency is that, you cannot uh, ridicule somebody for smoking, 
outside because you don't do that. But you can ridicule somebody who's on the air and says certain things, or you can ridicule somebody who might, uh, you know, have uh, uh, politics that are right of your belief system. And this goes on. So I, I, that's a huge. It's an inconsistency. You can't ridicule it. if you're not going to ridicule anybody. Don't ridicule anybody right. or belittle anybody publicly. We just shouldn't do that. Right. No, I think that's it. It just there's no room for that in front of. Look, I remember when Andy was a little boy, and it wasn't that the guy was confronting us or anything, but we're at the Dairy Queen having dinner one night, and this guy just comes and sits down at the table, and Andy's looking at Catherine, going, "Who's that?" I mean, he, he remember that? Yeah, you probably don't remember that. You were a little kid then. I mean, I feel like it happened more than once. It happened all so. the time, actually. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But but it it bothered Andy a lot, and I don't blame him. I just didn't understand what was happening. I was like, do we know this person? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly it, and it's just um, every time I try to scroll down on the CNN site to see who else is on there, because again, like I said, I don't get a chance to watch a lot of uh, a lot of these people because I'm either on the air doing this, on the air doing a morning show. Um, mm-hmm. Or you know, I, I just don't. I just don't have a time to sit down and talk you know, a lot about it. N- no, Tom, you have a life. Well, yeah, I have a life. <laughs> you That's have true. a life, and, okay. and you just don't. I mean, like, like Chris. I don't know how much news you're watching, Kristen, but I mean, you're busy with a lot of different things. Whether it's your, your, you know, whether it's your. Yeah, you know, I try not to watch too much news too. I feel like it really starts to poison your brain. Honestly. Yeah, that's really all it is. Is yeah, problem. Mind poison at this point. Okay, one of the problems I do yeah, have... Yeah, you should keep up... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I just was going to say, everyone should keep up with current events, but I don't think you should spend 26 hours in front of the TV in right. a 24-hour day. Right. Um, I'm looking at the CNN anchors right now. I don't know who most of these people are, like Natalie Allen and Becky Anderson and Hilarmo Odruno, Zane Asher, John Avlon... Carl Azuz. I don't know who these people are, so I can't really say anything about them. Um, then you get to, let's see, we get, yeah, there's Anderson Cooper. I really like him. He's a good guy. I used to like S.E. Cup a lot, the woman that used to be on HLN, uh, Headline News. Okay. She was on there, but now she's on CNN. She kind of gave up her position. She was very centrist, and now just for the money, she took a hard left stance, mm-hmm. and I don't really like that. You know, you changed your mind over money. That bothers me a lot. Did, um, did Juan Williams do that? Juan he, Williams. Oh, 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 yeah, because he's over on Fox. That's true. You know, he was turned out of uh, turned out of uh, PBS, and then he landed on Fox. I don't know. Yeah, he so seems I mean, to be centrist, kind of. Chris, one of the problems I have is that I don't know most of these people, who, who they even are, uh, on CNN or Fox, because I just don't get a chance to watch it that much. I can tell you, looking at CNN list of people... Oh, my God. How many anchors do they have, for Christ's sake? About 6,000? Oh, Bill Weir. There well, you go. When, while you're sleeping, people are still working. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I do like Bill Weir a lot. Bill Weir's a really good guy, and I like him a lot. So I'm glad I kept scrolling down because, yeah, he's a really – so you got Anderson Cooper and Bill Weir. And basically on, on Fox, I like uh, – like as I said, I like Tucker Carlson because he's so out- – he is a very smart guy, and he's outrageous as hell, and he, he loves pissing people off. Um, and then you got, you know, like I said, Pete Hegseth is a friend, so it's not like you can say, no, I think he sucks. He's terrible. <laughs> but, no, he's wonderful. I like Pete a lot. And then, uh, but, the, like, the people I don't like on Fox, I do not care for Shepard Smith or whatever the hell his name right. is this week. Don't care Shep. for him. Shep? 
Shep. What is Welcome it? Three Shep. Shep. Mo Curly and Shep. 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 Mo Curry and Shep. Uh, and then I don't care for uh, the guy with the glasses either. What's his name? What the hell's his name? The guy with the glasses. He's on. He's like a midday guy. He leads into the five uh, in the afternoon. I do like that show, The Five. That it's just, and they you know rotate people through there. Uh, so it's not anyone specifically that I care for because I really don't care for Greg Gutfeld. I think he's obnoxious as hell. But a lot of people love him. Is he the main five guy? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know anyone's name on any major cable network. Yeah. So basically, you got you got two people, maybe three people on on Fox, and two people, maybe three people on CNN. So it's pretty balanced who I who I do like. And looking at all the names, I pretty much really can't stand any of the rest of them there in my opinion the reason this goes on like this i'll just do the next segment about 10 minutes andy okay i mean we're on the radio so we don't really have to matter that's fine but we'll do a 10 minute segment next so it stays inside the hour because we have a couple of guests that's true um what the hell is i just going to say now i forgot i just looked at the clock and realized i was rambling on and on and on but but i think the problem that i do have Kristen, is that a lot of these anchors on cnn MSNBC, Fox, all of these, they're in it for the money. And they will lie. They're, they're, matter of fact, we'll take a break, but I want to ask you about something that was reported in the Star Tribune and the Washington Post this morning, the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in the paper. And we'll be right back, more with Kristen Burt, right after this. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. I'm doing the music on the way back. Kristen Burt with us, ladies and gentlemen, a Los Angeles-based entertainment reporter. Okay, I'm going to read you a story, and I ridiculed these news outlets nonstop this morning because this is insane. You ready, Kristen? Do we lose Kristen? 
There I'm we here. go. Oh, okay. I couldn't hear you. Andy, had you turned down? Big <laughs> up. Way to go, Andy. Yeah. We, we got pot her down. Keep her potted down. Yeah, keep her potted down. Nothing but trouble. <laughs> well, if this new phone system would work properly, it would help. But yeah, nope. there is that. Well, well, we'll figure it out one of these days. Okay, this appeared uh, this morning in the Star Tribune locally and USA Today. It was in the Washington Post, then the WAPO. The WAPO. Uh, it's all those. In an unusual event Saturday evening, multiple lightning strikes were detected within 300 miles of the North Pole, the National Weather Service said. The strikes occurred between 4 and 6 p.m. local time, about 700 miles north of the Elena River Delta in Siberia, the NWS says, National Weather Service. This is one of the furthest north lightning strikes in Alaska forecaster memory. Okay, did you hear what I just said? This is one of the furthest north lightning strikes in Alaska forecaster memory. Not history, memory. Lightning strikes mm-hmm. there. It is rare, but lightning does strike in that area. So this is nothing new. It's not the first time it's ever happened. It is rare. Yes, it is. But it's not the first time it ever happened. It's like lightning It's like lightning in the wintertime here. Yeah. Well, a matter of fact, I remember one time we were told by a nun at St. Joseph's School, how do we know the world's coming to an end? And she said, and I'm not making this up, she actually said... When we get a thunderstorm in January, that will indicate the end of the year. And, of course... Well, that's a little... <laughs> that year? It did happen. <laughs> there was a lightning storm in January that year. It was like, I don't know, late late, late 50s or something. And Sister Mary Margaret, what do we Well, what the do thing we do about now? this story is... Are you looking at it? If you had to guess <laughs> how many times the Earth was struck by lightning in one day... Oh, I know. What would you say? What would you say, Kristen? The uh, lightning strikes per day on the planet. Per day? On the entire planet. Yes. In one day. I, in one day. In one day. I'm going to say it's like 250,000. I'm going to say 251,000. Uh, you're <laughs> off that by a, a factor great, of great, 32. Yes. It's 8 million. 8 million lightning strikes a day. Wow. So, yeah, a couple lightning bolts in the North Pole, <laughs> probably not that big of a deal. It's not a big but deal But I'm guessing the point of the story is the world's coming to an end and we're all going to die. Yes, the world's coming to an end we're all going to die. Of course. And you know what they – now, remember, they said that the the, the oceans were rising. And, then and you know, the, Al Gore said he, he saw fish in the streets in Miami. That was 10 years ago. Um, that The oceans were rising. Well, in this story, they say the ocean is receding. Okay, so do you know how much the ocean was receding by? Now, we're looking at a massive ocean, right? It's pretty massive. And you know how much they say the, the, uh, the, the ocean has dropped in that region? A millimeter. A half a millimeter. <laughs> do you know that a half a wow. millimeter half a is... millimeter? Yeah, that's 0.01 inches. How do you even measure that? You can't possibly measure that. The, the ocean's moving around. Exactly. There are waves in the ocean. You can't possibly measure half that a, small. That's a lot of precision. Oh, God. Why do they do that, Kristen? Why do you think they do... They, it, this is a flat-out pile of crap. Uh, and look, I, we need to live cleaner lives. Get cleaner. Eastern Hemisphere, you really need to. The eastern part of the Eastern Hemisphere, you really need to clean up your act because you're filthy. Throwing all that plastic in the ocean yeah. and clean up. And by the way, stop having 8 billion kids. That would be nice too, right? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I love my cigar, but I take it out of my mouth I once in a while. I love my cigar, but I take it out of my mouth once in a while. Uh, One thing I don't get about the whole recycling thing yeah, right. is that we're killing the planet, we need to recycle or else everyone's going to die, and yet you're disincentivized from recycling 
because you have to pay for your own recycling. And if you want to recycle things that you like are bigger than, you know, a can, you have to go down to the recycling plant right. and pay to have them take it and recycle it for you. Right. So why aren't we like talking about subsidizing recycling instead of, you know, subsidizing a bunch of dumb crap that Because recycling doesn't vote for them. Exactly. It's, exa- it's all about votes. Giving us recycling doesn't get them votes, but giving people money does. Now, Kristen, I'm, I'm a little upset because I heard you breathing there, and I heard a, uh, about a half a millimeter breath there, which is a huge deal, apparently. <laughs> right. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, Kristen's temperature just went up half a degree. I, I just need to understand, and I need to know from someone, why people don't do any research on how this whole thing works. Mm-hmm. They They will read a story like that, and they will believe every word of it, and it's BS. All of it is BS. And there it is, the Star Tribune, which is a failing rag anyway. And I hate to put it that way, but it's true. Um, I, I just, why do people bother? It, it, and, the, and the whole idea is that it, it, it's so, so inflammatory. And, and, to, and really to use that word in memory. I know Th- that that's no, not according in to records. Memory and yeah, memory. Well, you know, maybe that the Alaskan memory is only ten years. Well, yeah, it's a, it's un- right. maybe unusual, but if, if right. the memory's twenty thousand years, well, maybe it's not that big a deal. I just really wish <laughs> they would not do this kind of, because people will not. And I I did want to read the comments in the Star Tribune, but the, of course it blocked me. Even though I've subscribed to the Star Tribune, it blocks me on this computer, so I can't read the comments. But the comments basically were. A bunch of people that looked it up and did the research and said this is absolute crap. You can't possibly measure a 0.01-inch fluctuation in the ocean because it rolls and there are waves. You can't possibly do it. And they figured out, by the way, that if what happened, and they reported this this tragedy, okay, this melting that they're, they're reporting, uh, several people commented that uh, – in the year 4,100, about half of the ice would be gone. Using your math, about half the ice would be gone, not all of it. And you told us the ice was going to be gone in 2014, Al Gore. Flat out lie. But how, ma- how many millions <laughs> did he make from that? He made a lot of money. Like hundreds He won of an Oscar. Oh, my God, he won an Oscar. Yeah, for the uh, Inconvenient Truth. I won an Oscar Meyer once, so that was good. Inconvenient, inconvenient false truths. Yeah, inconvenient well, lies. <laughs> but but here's what I, I hate about that. Of course we want to live cleaner lives. Of course. You know, Catherine and I have been recycling for decades and decades. We've been recycling as long as I can remember. Absolutely. Back before it was cool. We had even had a can crusher about 30, 30, like 35 years ago. And I remember that was my chore when I was like eight. To I crush to go cans. in and Because you would yep. drink like two packs of Diet Pepsi a day. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway. <laughs> so I'd go in and just crush all those cans so we could recycle them. But yeah, so we've been recycling. Catherine and I have been recycling for at least 35 years, which is how long we've been married. So, uh, yeah, I would love to live in a very clean planet. There's no doubt about it. And if we could maybe, maybe get the Eastern Hemisphere to catch up with the Western Hemisphere, at least the United States of America and Canada, and I think Western Europe is fine. But most of these people, all they do is pollute and dump their garbage and oil and gas and uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, they've got to stop lying to the people to make yeah. money. It's just well, all about making money. Here's a way you can save the earth and also make money that I'm surprised no one does. Okay. 
Every year in just America, $700 million of aluminum is thrown away. So if someone went through and sorted all that garbage, just went to landfills, took out all the aluminum, they would potentially be getting $700 million worth of raw material every single year. But uh, no one seems to want to do that. Yeah. Which I find strange. What do you think of that, Kristen? What's your take on on this whole thing? Well, I can tell you here in Los Angeles, um, we had a major company in terms of recycling cans and bottles. And they're always super active. Obviously, we have a huge homeless problem for a lot of them. This is a source of income. Mm -hmm. All of them closed down because they said it's no longer profitable for them to be recycling. (laughs) And it was costing them more money than they were giving back. And so now Mm -hmm. everyone who's collecting cans and bottles, we're all scrambling because now about 50% of the recycling centers have closed down in the last week or so. See, that's where subsidization, subsidization makes sense. Yes. Because we need recycling. Yes, we It's do. objectively good for the planet. It's objectively good for not wasting, because there's only so much aluminum on the planet, so you might as well recycle it. But no one wants to do that. I guess not. I don't know. I just really wish we could all work together on this and agree, and people would not make money uh, from saving the earth. Yep. Just Why do you need to make money doing it? Why can't you just do it? Yeah, why can't we use just? You know, I grew up. I grew up with my dad, and and he he always if 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 you left the lights on, he would he turn the lights off. Where it's a natural resource, mm-hmm. where there's a limited supply of that water. He was always sensitive about water. Don't waste water. Don't do this. Don't do that because it's a limited resource. We can't run out of it. And, there you go. And and he was as right wing as they come. <laughs> so it, it, it just it just it's a responsible thing as a person to do that, and if we all did that, then we wouldn't have as much of a problem, and that Correct. would be a sort of natural kind of process to not be putting so much carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, not to be right. putting so much uh, uh, other products into the water or the soil, things like that. It just would be a natural kind of a thing. But what do you think? Not? Hey, Fredo, Me? I'm talking. Fredo, <laughs> we're talking to you, Fredo. Fredo. We're talking to you. <laughs> I'm, I want to be a hobbit. I want to be Frodo. Oh, you want to be Frodo. Okay. <laughs> Frodo. Uh, we'll, we'll take a break and find no. out what she thinks right after this with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. 
Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We're back in the saddle again. I just thought I'd throw it in there. Well, you're right. There was a Lord of the Rings movie in 1978. 78, there you go. And it was called Lord of the Rings. It was animated. It was animated, yeah. Um, So, Kristen, while while we were taking a break there, I talked about the fact that in 1978 I I got yelled at because I went and saw The Hobbit. I mean, not The Hobbit, excuse me, Lord of the Rings, the original one in 1978, right? Andy, what, what are you doing? I, Hello. Can you hand, Andy just keeps <laughs> I'm looking up Lord of the Rings. Oh, he's looking up Lord of the Rings. So anyway, in 1978, the first Lord of the Rings came out, and I did a review of the movie and call it The Boredom It Brings, and I got <laughs> yelled at by about 8,000 people. Man, they were mad at me. Well, interestingly. <laughs> you know that. That fan base is very strong. It's very strongly attached. I found that out. Yeah, yeah, I did find that out, Kristen. (laughs) Actually, it didn't get great reviews. No, it was terrible. It actually, well, I mean, it made a ton of money. Four million budget, 30 million box office. So that's that's pretty good. That's time, yeah. Yeah, but the, uh, yeah, that's like, what, seven times the budget? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good, man. But yeah, the critics, not so fond of it. I thought it was terrible. Did. And who who owned that? Was uh, it a Disney product? It was Hanna Barbera. Maybe it was Hanna Barbera. Yeah, it was Hanna Barbera. Fantasy. It was who? Fantasy. The same Fantasy people. Fantasy films. Yeah, the same. Oh, same people that stole money from John Fogarty. Chatsworth. Uh, Paul Zaints. Zaints. Zaya. I don't know. Zionese. Zuan and Zants. Okay. There's an e in it, but you don't pronounce it. Oh, there you go. He owned. He owned uh, fantasy. fantasy, and he's the guy that Fogarty was talking about. There was like a line in one of his songs that says something like, "Zants will take your money" or something Zance like that. Take your money. It stole like fifty million from. Do you know that story at all, Kristen? How much money Zants stole from John Fogarty? No, I don't. It's like it fifty million. Like oh, here we go. Yeah, Zants Whoa. can't dance, but he'll steal your money. Oh, man. Yeah, he stole like $50 million from John Fogarty. Actually, he made... How, that's a lot of money. How do you get access to $50 million? I don't know. He made multiple songs about how much he didn't like Zance. Oh, really? Did he? He had a song, Zance Can't Dance, and then he had Mr. Greed. Well, so he apparently he wasn't too fond of Zance. Couldn't agree with him more. <laughs> Filthy pig. Well, how do you how do you, how do you get lose track of fifty million? I mean, well, when you get past well, ten, how does Dane Cook's it, brother steal however many 50, millions? It was also about fifteen million. Yeah. How did the Beatles get that much money stolen from a them? A billion you know? dollars. Yeah. The Beatles got a billion dollars stolen from them. If you're not paying attention, you and you have a lot of money. People will take it from they you. They will take it. There's no doubt about it. Wow. Isn't that sad when you think of it, that you're so desperate yep. for money, you have no talent, you're a moron, you can't make your own money? I don't I know. I always feel bad when it's a child actor and the child yeah. lost their entire, like, fun, you know, as a 10-year-old going out and playing and everything else, and they've been working, and the parents fight and, and spend all the money. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but that, the, that's, 
what the Jackie Coogan laws, that's hard to do. I mean, we went through that well, with Josh is, and Ashley. I mean, but that, that was, wasn't. That was locked down. I mean, unless they were emancipated. But it's you, only a percentage. It's only a percentage of the income. And a lot of parents, because they have to quit yeah. their job to become legal guardians for the kids mm. on set, then take a management fee. And a management fee can be anything. You can say it's 40%. And then, because there's no yeah. legislation around that, it's only for agents that it's capped at 10%. Mm-hmm. Why weren't you around when our, my kids were acting out there? I mean, I could, uh, this would have been entirely different. I, yeah, I, come on. I'd, I'd be healthy now. I'd be healthy. Do your job, <laughs> sister. No. That's no, no, all that, we're saying. It all, it all got locked up as far as we were concerned. So yeah, we went no parts true. of it. Probably true. Um, do you see that Tulsi Gabbard has left the, ca- uh, the campaign trail for national service? She's going to Indonesia, apparently. I like Tulsi Gabbard. I really do. Um, What, she's going to campaign in Indonesia? No, no, she's going to go. She's leaving the campaign trail. She's got work to do. And then I also Mm. saw that uh, the Houston uh, newspaper is begging Beto O'Rourke to drop out of the presidential race and run for Senate Mm -hmm. in Texas. So there's going to be a lot of that stuff going on. I got to ask you a question. I think that's a smart idea. Yeah, it probably is for him because he's got no chance to be president. No. And he's one of the yeah. most annoying human beings ever born. Biden's the only one who has that any chance true. right now. And he's, right now, yeah. he says so many things that suggest that maybe his mind's going that I kind of wonder if, you know. I don't know. He does. Well, we just, as we were talking about that. I don't know. The whole situation is just bizarre to me. I, I have to ask you a question. Um, Kristen, mm-hmm. you, you know this, uh, what's her name, Jelaine? That woman that always hung, she was always by Jeffrey Epstein's side. Oh, yes. The one that they have no idea where she is, and she's a socialite, and she was supposedly procure, uh, procuring young women, yes. oftentimes teenagers, for him. Yes. And her name is Jelaine or something like that? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, it's like G-H-I-S-L-A-I-N-E, I think, something like that. Jelaine. I think it's Jelaine, but I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Jelaine. Here we go. Jelaine she's Maxwell. Friend. Okay, so someday, you know, your husband's out of town, my wife's out of town, and you want to go to a dinner, and I have to, I have to be kind of like your your guide to dinner and all that stuff. That would be your date for dinner for the night because our, our our people are out of town. I want you to know something. You're a very pretty mm-hmm. woman, but if you showed up dressed in a Sergeant Pepper outfit like that woman, I'd say sorry, I can't go out in public with you. <laughs> sorry, pal. <I'm> sorry, pal. <laughs> I, I can't go out with a woman dressed as Sergeant Pepper. I'm sorry, I can't do it. What the hell is that? Did you see it? I haven't seen it. You have not seen it. Is there it? a famous photo of her? I think yeah. there's only like one photo of her, honestly. It's, it's probably the one that's going around. She, she went out shopping for an outfit, came back with a costume. Yeah, came back with a costume. That's exactly right. So, you know. And love. she's a socialite. Shouldn't she have access to like unlimited fashion and money? Yeah, you would think. You so. know, just look around and she'd be able to get a sense of fashion or a sense of what to wear and what not to wear. I mean, okay, so. So lock oh, I that her, in. Her Sergeant Pepper. Yeah. So lock that in. I love you like a sister, but no Sergeant Pepper <laughs> outfits. I'm sorry. That's out. Okay? Okay. <laughs> you just send me a list of wardrobe guidelines. <laughs> I'm going to show up in like a kitty cat onesie. Oh, Eartha. Little ears. Good. That's good. Like, what a How great about a call. dinosaur. I want to be a dinosaur or maybe Ooh, a unicorn that. and I'll stick a horn right in my forehead. I've got a big forehead. You could do that. You have a big forehead? I never noticed that. 
I call it a five head. Oh, you have a five head? Big head. Yeah, that'll happen. I think so. That'll yeah. happen. What are you going to do? Big brains, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. I forgot all about that. Yeah, there's no question about it. Do, do you see, you know, because you're in Los Angeles around and you're kind of in the middle of all this stuff, uh, at least on the West Coast, do you see people calming down anytime soon? No, because we're <sighs> moving towards election. a presidential election. Yeah, and people true. are going to get more and more insane as we head towards November 2020. And no matter <clears throat> what the outcome of that election is, they're yep. going to be very upset people either way. And they're going to be some very happy people. But yeah. I'm not looking forward to it, honestly. No. No. I mean, it's look, I'll be honest with you. If any of the 22 people, I'm not wild about Beto O'Rourke and Cory Booker because they're both a couple of pain-in-the-ass people that love to slander the hell out of other people. I, I don't like either one of those two guys at all. Tulsi Gabbard, I could I could deal with. Joe Biden's not going to hurt anybody, even if he got elected president. What's he going to do? Yeah, you he's know, harmless. So he's just he's harmless, kind of demented. Uh, and Elizabeth Warren, if she's not posing for you know the picture on the, on the quarter, uh, or is the nickel? I guess <laughs> was it the Indian head nickel? The buffalo nickel. <laughs> well, there was an Indian head nickel at first too. Was there? Yeah, there was. Yeah, it was Indian really cool. head coin. Yeah, it was, a, it was an Indian head that? penny. Oh, was a penny? Yes. I thought it was a nickel. They I were, thought for sure it was a nickel. Immediate, they were first minted in 1793. Wow. That's why I remember it. I was just a kid. <laughs> I was at the I was at the airport in in Massachusetts in 1793. I don't know. I, I just really wish that that to tell you the truth, I wish that television, radio, and newspapers would shut up and do your job. No sensationalism. Look, if you have to lie to people in order to make money, you have no talent whatsoever, and you don't belong on television, right? Mm-hmm. Or in the newspaper, or on radio, or, or on you know any of this stuff. You just don't belong there. Because if, if you have to lie to people to make money, then I'm sorry. It just You should become an agent. <laughs> well, and then people do. believe it, and then they spread it on social yeah. media, mm-hmm. saying, yep. "I saw in this publication, or I saw on this network that this is the truth," and yeah. that's where we're in a lot yeah. of trouble too. Or you, or you have to Photoshop an image, or you have to uh, create a video uh, which makes you look like you're in the wind, or you look like you're in a sandstorm when really someone's just kicking sand around, or it's yeah. you know, it's not that big a deal. I you know. have to create this image of terror and extreme i i just literally you know i just really wish people would calm down everything will be fine actually one of the comments on that on that that climate uh thing up at the north pole with the uh 300 miles away there was a bolt of lightning and the the seas receded by uh 0.01 inch (laughs) and all the rest of it there was a guy in there, and I don't know why they do this because everybody's talking about. Well, that's you know that's impossible. You couldn't possibly read that level of the ocean to the nth degree in that manner. There is lightning, and you know, as Andy pointed out, there are lightning strikes eight million times a day. There's been lightning in that area before. It is rare, but there has been lightning there before. One guy, his comment in the Star Tribune was. Another thing caused by Donald Trump. <laughs> oh my God. Like, what? <laughs> what? Okay. So now he's changing the climate as we speak. By fiat. He changes the climate by fiat. 
Yeah, I guess that's what it is. So, I mean, I, I would just like, honest to God, to see everybody calm down. Everybody be fine. Don't worry about it. It's football. Are you a football fan at all? I am not. Yeah, Except fix. for Super Bowl, because there's good snacks in the half-time show. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> just another outfit that you have to wear, which is worth about $20 million. And you eat all the snacks, and, you know, you walk around big I shop. love snacks. I am a chips <laughs> and dip girl, and that's what I'm there for. <laughs> well, you're in perfect shape, though, so you must work it off. I work out a lot just because I want to eat as much as I can. <laughs> See, I think that's the prudent way to do it. Forget all this other stuff. Just work your ass off, and then you can eat whatever you eat want. Snacks. <laughs> eat snacks. Eat snacks <laughs> all the time. You know, you're, you're yeah, kind of like funny. I, I have good genes, too, I have to say. Oh, do you? You know, genetics have a huge. No, I understand that completely. And all of that, too. So my parents are both lean. I've lucked out. Well, look, our granddaughter, little Fawny, that kid eats more than any adult, and she doesn't put on a pound. She's still about one foot tall and weighs about three pounds. She, honest to God. I was like that as a kid, too. Oh, were you? So, there, so she's lucky. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she's probably good for life. And if she's high, I find that people often that are very high energy, their metabolism is very fast. I find that sometimes, like, I can't even eat enough to keep up with my metabolism. And when she knows she's not supposed to eat anymore, and she comes over to Bop Bop and goes, Bop Bop, <laughs> Bop Bop, one chocolate almond? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, you okay, beggar, once you settle down. I don't know. That's good, though. So you, so you enjoy your – see, I admire that because you enjoy life. These people that do eat nothing, they do nothing but eat weeds and that stuff, that's not even living. I'd rather die of a heart a attack at 35. Salad. A dry salad. is a guy who used to have dry salad all the time, and I was like, are you kidding me? This is never going to work as I'm eating like a grilled cheese and fries. <laughs> exactly. So what do you mean a dry salad? So no, no dressing at all? Not even like lemon or a little bit of vinegar or some olive oil. Nothing. There's, there's many ways to add dressing. I mean, we're just talking about like a bunch of lettuce leaves, just dry, nothing on it. Uh, it's like ish. Wilted. A little brown on the edge, yeah. Wilted, yeah. Like just. Ish. Like, yeah, and I'm like, I don't, and he would scrutinize what I eat, and I'm like, I'm fine. Like my weight is fine. I am fine. And you projecting your own food issues on me yeah. has nothing yep. to do with me. It has everything to do with you. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. What you should have done is walk them outside and say, I'm going to go in and have a grilled cheese and some fries. You just go ahead and graze on the grass out here, and then I'll, I'll come out when I'm done and we'll go home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, exactly. why do you want to live your life like that where you enjoy nothing? Yes. God, what a horrible way to live. I like to eat good food. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But when I'm in the mood for some junk food, I will eat it. And I think it's, but I do think it also is important and it helps me stay in shape too is by eating as clean as possible. But no, I if I, like that. I said, if a, a bag of chips and a bowl of dip is in front of me, don't get near me. I want the whole thing. <laughs> don't get near me. Don't get okay, me. well, don't, near me. Don't, I'll make sure. Don't get in between Kristen and nope. the bowl of dip. <laughs> That's right. Good. I like it. Just know that I am going to be very selfish and probably put it in my lap so you can't get it. She's going to hoard it. She's going to hoard it on top of it. Or Uh, just make me a bowl and then a bowl for everybody else. Maybe that Yeah, there you go. Kristen, I say it every week, but this hour flies by with you. I appreciate your time again. I I love these hours every week. Thank you so much. I love joining you guys. All right. We'll talk to you next week.
Yep. Bye-bye. Thanks, bye. Kristen Burt, entertainment reporter based in Los Angeles, and we'll be back in a few minutes with part two. Got a couple of great guests coming up with the family.